0: So lots to get into. I want to talk about this uh, little covers tournament and the new tune and get your opinion on all this craziness going on in the world today. But, you know, let's start with the uh, the Remember Me Frontlines tribute, a really touching, cool video. Got all the non-point nation to chip in on it and really amazing. I mean, you think of doctors, of course, but it really kind of highlighted all the different people involved in, in saving us on a daily basis.
1: Yeah, uh, we're uh, aware of... what's going on around us. And there's a new definition to what a frontline worker is now, especially with the pandemic and everything else that's been going on in the world. So always best to, you know, take a second and realize what people are going through around you and realize that sometimes, you know, people didn't sign up for such a dangerous situation and you got to give them a little bit credit where credit's due. These people are you know doing what was normally a plain, regular day-to-day job and now they're literally thrown to the front lines.
0: Yeah, scary, and, and certainly great to see you guys shout them out. Who was that tinkling on the ivories there in the in that tune?
1: That is Rob Ruscha. In the past, he's co-produced records with us. He's done a lot of string work and piano work. Uh, on our records and a few of our little side project things that we do, like Frontlines and Alive and Kicking, he's basically the unknown sixth member, <laughs> <laughs> the undercover guy. He's a great guy. He's super talented. Uh, he's quite a techie. Does a lot of uh, amazing things for our band. Helps us figure out things. He's been with us for about I'd say I've known Rob Ruscher sure about fifteen years. He used to play back in the day uh, in a band called From Zero. He was a bass player.
0: Oh, nice, nice. One who also get into this. Uh, this tournament. Now, was the plan all along to do a covers album after, uh, after 10, after the album X or, or did this pandemic kind of bring it on?
1: Well, the pandemic did. We've asked our fans over the last, I'd say, two years, what do you think our next cover should be? Thought about doing this kind of tournament bracket thing so that way people could choose. We started with about, I think it was 64 songs. We broke it down to the 32 and then again to 16 so that way people could choose from the 16. It's been pretty fun to see people's reactions and see which ones that they really like. There's been a lot of neck and neck battles our last two battles were, were both within, I'd say, about 10 boats. So it's it's been fun to watch.
0: I'm curious. Did you have to come up with, like, writing arrangements for all 64 songs? And, and how many did each of you all get to throw into the ring? Like, did you get, like, five picks each to kind of start with? Or talk to me about, like, the pr- process behind it.
1: Well, we just started throwing names around, just trying to figure out what, you know, throwing songs around, trying to figure out which one we liked the most. And it just, we couldn't pick. It was like, okay, what about this one? Oh, that one's even better than that one. And eventually it just dawned on us that maybe it's best that we let the fans choose. So we talked to our creative director, Francesca, and... Enter all the songs, and she made the brackets, and lo and behold, here we are.
0: Have you thought about the arrangements yet? Have you gotten? Have you been daydreaming about that? Like maybe even doing some like tempo shifts on them. You know, making kind of making a ballad a heavy song or vice versa.
1: Well, we we normally try to make our take our own spin on any song that we cover. This one, I mean, I could sit around. Figuring out sixty-four different arrangements, <laughs> reading the names—you know—we all sat around and said, "Okay, we—I I would definitely be proud to cover this song. I would definitely be proud to cover this song." So we gave ourselves an arena to play in, so that way we didn't shoot ourselves in the foot and ended up, you know, covering some, you know, Lady Gaga song <laughs> 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 just by just because of the fans voted it in you never know with uh social media people could campaign just as a joke right and uh leave us holding the bag cover <laughs> the song you know hey this backstreet boys from non-point hansen Bob. who would have thought Bob won the non-point uh, <laughs> <laughs> my wife would actually be okay with that she was nice way back in the day
0: uh, i'm gonna start campaigning for that one now no i'm just kidding there you go I'm curious, is this going to be a full covers album or just one tune on an album of new music?
1: Just one tune. I think, though, with everything that's the reactions that we're getting with a lot of these songs, we have discussed putting out uh, a covers EP. So we might pick off, you know, favorite eight, you know, five to eight and bang them out. There's a few on that list that I that got voted out that I was kind of sad about. So uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see. And when does voting end? And how do people vote? Right now, the the way to vote is either through Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, whichever profile or, or platform you like to do your social media through. Uh, every single day, actually minus today, today was the first day that we, that we couldn't do it because we had to do a rematch. But you can go into the stories and Instagram. That's where the polls will be there. In uh, Facebook, they'll be at the pinned post at the top. Of the uh, the comment section for that particular day. After 24 hours, we go ahead and uh, tally up all the votes. Also, too, we run a poll on Twitter. But after 24 hours, we add up all three platforms' vote and we announce it the next day.
0: Brad, so it's like instantaneous, basically. I mean, the next very next day, you know who's moving. Basically,
1: on. yeah. And we've gone through the first brackets minus the rematch of Flock of Seagulls with Tears for Fears. <laughs> uh, we, we found out through the comment section that uh, Weezer just did Everybody Wants to Rule the World, and we had no idea. You no, know, I didn't check all 64 songs. So we, just, <laughs> we, just, we just threw up the ones that we really, really dug. So I think we're going to rematch that one against, uh, you know, The Fix Got Tossed Around This Morning, In oh. Excess. The hazy shade of winter. A couple couple of songs get tossed around. So we'll we'll see here uh which one we'll pick and then it'll it'll get announced tomorrow the the rematch.
0: Something in that eighties vein, that new wave eighties vein yeah. to go up against.
1: Yeah, we're definitely keeping the genres against each other. This next group of brackets would probably not be so genre specific since you know the first four were all hip hop songs, the next four were basically eighties songs, following four were classic rocks and then more pop new pops. So we split up everything so eventually it's gonna be the Metallica versus, you know, the weekend on one side. <laughs> right. And, you know, maybe the Fuji's versus uh minute work or something on the other side. So we'll, we'll see. And
0: certainly, uh, you know, you and covering a song has certainly had some success and certainly loved the cover that you did way back in the day on the Phil Collins classic. And curious, who was it that threw out that idea like, yo, know, we should cover in the air tonight?
1: It was actually a a suggestion from an old drum tech uh, that was working with us at the time, Scotty, and we were sitting on a little bit of time recording in the studio. We had about two months left over. We decided to do a a cover. The label head at the time was like, hey, you guys got two more months to record, so if you guys just want to toss around some songs, go for it. We were like, hey, let's let's toss around some covers. So we threw some ideas back and forth, and we landed on that
0: one. I'm sure I had some fun making the big drum sounds, a big drum fill in the middle, like that everyone does yeah 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 that's
1: that it's it's iconic i think that's the part everybody wants
0: for air drumming that live at shows you know speaking of uh uh, shows last time i got to see you was in la on the hell yeah tour at the la stop after the show and i certainly have to thank you for your hospitality after the show hanging out on the bus of one of david mass's friends and uh wanted to look back on that tour for you and and old friend chadness and, and celebrating the life and legacy of vinnie paul
1: yeah, it was it was great, and and uh, I I do remember the after hangman. It was it was great. We had a great time on that tour. It was a bit bittersweet. You now every single night watching that video really wasn't the easiest. It took me a couple days eventually to stand out there because just a couple days before Vinny passed, he came out to see our band play in Vegas. You know, just just to come and visit. It was him, and I think it was just two other people. He just saw that we were in town and thought he'd pop in just. Show the love, man! And it was it was it was pretty crazy. Two weeks later, he had passed. So it was it was tough to see his face again. You know, Chad and the boys were really going through it. So every every single night was was a bit of a bittersweet sweet celebration.
0: Yeah, well, good that the he got honored in that way, and and glad to see that they're kind of continuing on. But obviously, no one continuing on right now with this this crazy world we're living in. And curious yeah. to to get your take. Trivium had some success doing it. A STP just announced one. What do you think about these virtual? shows? shows and online concerts and something that you're into yay or nay or what's your feeling
1: we're actually going to do a couple live uh shows before the end of the year online awesome Um, the uh the first one uh, we're about to announce we have a couple anniversaries coming up some of our biggest records and we are going to set that up so if you have wanted a little bit of non-point we got it coming (laughs) <laughs> no doubt
0: Ah so gonna go back And do the old uh, albums In their entirety Anniversary Kind of thing
1: Basically From beginning to end So some of the ones That people have been Waiting years To see us play That we haven't played In 15 18 years, they're going to get a chance to, to not only see it, but eventually we'll probably throw it on a, a live album and put it on vinyl so everybody can do it at home.
0: Now is this going to be, have you figured out all the details? Is it going to be on like your YouTube or Instagram or what platform?
1: We haven't figured that out just yet. We're going to start putting right about in the middle of this campaign because we have about, let's see, one, two, this, about a week and a half left in the cover campaign. Then we're going to drop the cover and then we're going to have our first show. So we're probably about the next month and a half you'll you'll be seeing us but we'll announce it here probably in the next few weeks
0: and is it going to be for free or paywall or still still
1: TBD? Uh, Lodo, Lodo show.
0: Okay. All about that and supporting and speaking of uh, supporting and new music in this quarantine, you actually recorded a tune with the band Killset, a really cool tune called Burn and wanted to get the story behind that.
1: Uh yeah, the guys invited uh, a friend of ours got us together and they invited me out to California to write and and record. Uh, originally it was just to produce and to co-write and uh, eventually the guys asked me to be on the track i was definitely down to do that the the song's really really cool so uh you know i flew out to la it was absolutely gorgeous gorgeous day amazing food amazing times the the studio was really really cool so was the engineers it was fun time man we had a good time the boys are great
0: it's funny because i I didn't know i didn't know the guy by name but the drummer i see at every socal show i'm at i always see that guy around i was like oh that's who he is then
1: yeah, yeah, those those boys are L.A. boys. They they definitely pop into every show that they possibly can down down in Cali. So I'm proud of them, man. The song the song came out great.
0: Yeah, I love it. Gonna rock that for us. And uh, talking about excellent food, you sound like a foodie. What's your what's your flavor? What's your what's your thing when you come to L.A. that you got to have?
1: Uh, the breakfast is always amazing in L.A. and the tacos. I don't, I don't think there's it's very very rare that you get better uh, brunch or uh, tacos than you do in, in Southern California. You guys, you guys definitely snap off on the fish tacos and the carne asada and then your avocado toast and, and all that good stuff. Your mimosas are amazing. So when, whenever I'm in L.A., I definitely uh, like to absorb the, the culture.
0: Do you ever get crazy and put, like, the egg in the taco and, and combine your loves?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right An <laughs> egg on anything makes it better.
0: I'm with you on that, man. I gotta have two a day, or else I ain't right.
1: No doubt. And uh, are you a craft beer fan? Absolutely, absolutely. I think Dogfish One Hundred and Twenty is my is my holy grail IPA. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Is that still your? So you're still into the IPAs? Because I think I've done the full revolution now, where I've gone, you know, worked my way up, and I'm kind of worked my way all the way back to pilsners now. I think I've. Oh, I do. I I
1: do. You know, it's funny that you say that. Because I went from, I, you know, I did love that IPA, uh, but I did, uh, right now I am sitting on the German Pilsners. That's that's normally what I like to sip on. After going to Europe with the Fozzie Boys, we literally drank nothing but, you know, spiced Belgian ales and German Pilsners. So it was, it was pretty delicious.
0: And especially summertime,
1: it's a little bit warmer, a little bit more refreshing. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, the smaller bubbles. You can drink uh, a few more than you can in the IPAs. The IPAs definitely have that uh, anchor in your stomach feel after about four.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're like, Ugh, stomach's all bloated. How was that yeah, tour with, yeah. with Fozzy and, and crazy to see what Chris Jericho has been going on and Sebastian Bach and that whole beef.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's it's funny. It was a great tour. I, I love Europe. We got to hang out with the Sumo Psycho uh, camp and they're sweetest pie. So oh, yeah, it was it was a great tour. It was a great. Tour all around. Are you a WWE fan? Did you get into that as a kid? We used to set up the mattress out in the living room and wrestle each <laughs> other during the uh, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, years, you know, Randy Macho Man, Savage. Uh, that was when the first WWF Superstars video game was in the arcade. So definitely grew up watching wrestling.
0: Oh yeah, Steamboat was my guy back in the day. Ricky the Dragon. Oh, Steamboat. Ricky the
1: Dragon. Ricky the Dragon. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, he was a do dude. Like yeah, uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Oh. Yeah, a bit about Honky Tonk Man smashing all those guitars.
1: Indeed. Okay, who was the best tag team of all time? For me,
0: ah, you know what? I'll go a little bit even more modern. I loved the Hardy Boys. That was kind of like about early 2000s. That's kind of about when I tapped out after they went away. They were, they were my favorites. But back in well, the day, say, you got to go rock.
1: Well, the Road Warriors. Oh, yeah. in of Doom, bro. <laughs> wouldn't even let the music finish before they were running in and kicking ass <laughs> <laughs> last
0: question for you Eli it's always a blast talking to you and kind of a fill in the blank question you get away from music for a second and curious where you come down on this when it comes to blank I spare no expense what's the one thing you got to have the best of whenever it, you're in front of it whenever it is whenever food. it comes out
1: food food hands down
0: <laughs> I love it man food and weed <laughs> 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 Absolutely,
1: man. Uh, do you do any cooking
0: yourself, or or are you like terrible in the kitchen?
1: Oh no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm. My, my wife will admit it. I'm, I'm the one that loves to be behind the uh the grill and and at the stove. I I love to cook. It's my favorite thing to do. What do you barbecue? What's your what's
0: your thing? What's your specialty?
1: I can make anything. Spanish food is really up there. I'm I'm really good at Italian food. Uh, definitely the cultural, uh, anything outside of, of just the plain old burger and, and dogs. I, I, I like to play with Thai and Korean. I, I do it all. I do it all. Be safe all out right, there. Mike. Have a good one. Thanks for the all time. Right, later. later. later.
0: Dude, you rock! Thanks for checking out the entire podcast. Now do me a favor and subscribe to it, Radioactive Mike Z, available on all the major platforms. And while you're at it, follow me on Instagram at mikez967, and I'll follow you back, bro. Most importantly, don't miss the show, Wired in the Empire, Reach Saturday night, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on 967 Kcal Rocks.